y'all welcome back in this is the chasing the natty king's classic sit start discussion we are in week seven of the season already y'all it has been a crazy season so far and we got a lot to talk about uh from this past week we got to talk about who we're gonna sit who we're gonna start uh as you'll see here in a second we don't have a lot of options uh due to bye weeks but uh we got a lot of stuff to talk about for those who don't know my name is jared palmgren i am the host of the chasing the natty podcast and underneath me as always is the ever-reliant mr xavier hood xavier how we doing today doing all right we're doing all right ready to get into this sit start discussion yep so as always first we're going to start off with talking about last week what happened and everything uh whether we lost one uh what we think went wrong what we think went right uh, then we'll move on to the actual sit start discussion tonight we are actually going to also incorporate a little bit of trade talk we'll get to that in a second and then at the end we'll talk about this upcoming week's matchup and we'll discuss whether or not we think we have a chance or not so last week we faced uh justin from cff insiders and i'll be honest i thought we had a relatively good shot in this game um the final score of 252 to 185 uh, said otherwise uh, we had a lot go wrong for us in this game. So Xavier, I'm going to let you start and tell us what happened. Yeah, um, it, it was tough. I, we got the quarterbacks right. I, we had projected, you know, decent weeks for our quarterbacks, even mm-hmm. though Sam Howell did not win the game against Florida State. Still able to put up 30 points with over 100 yards rushing. And CJ Stroud uh, looks like he's gained his footing back at Ohio State to where Honestly, he kind of looks like a Heisman candidate quarterback, but you know, it's too late in the season. Where I think he can come back and do those type of things, but he's putting up really good numbers, uh, doing well for our team and where we drafted him. But where it really all started to go wrong was it was just, I, uh, well, okay, we'll say this Michael Meyer, our only tight end for the team, got hurt. So that, that really sucked because mm-hmm. he was a PPR monster. He probably didn't have the best of weeks in the past few weeks. He didn't get touchdowns, if I'm not, if I don't recall. But that 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 sucks having a player just have a big fat donut on your team, and then with the combination of um, Cal Phillips, a lot of people were very upset with uh, the performance that UCLA showed against um, Arizona. And yeah, they 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 wanted to take it out on Cal Phillips. When honestly, if you watch that game, it was really on DTR. He just didn't have a good showing. He couldn't throw the ball very successfully down the field. So. They ended up having to rely on the run game where Britton Bowden and Zach Charbonnet just ended up having the days that, you know, other people needed and not for us. Um, and then on the other side for uh, Justin, it, it just was unfair. He probably had uh, at least four or five players with like the highest fantasy points per game out of the entire league. And Bailey Zappi uh, keeps on putting up 40 to 50 point performances. So there, we had to account for that. Carson Strong put up a, a good day as well, too, throwing six touchdowns against New Mexico State. Mm-hmm. And then Sean Tucker, uh, big name. Uh, a lot of people did not know about him going into the season. Uh, he was a freshman last year, and now he is going to still classify as a freshman this year. Um, putting up big numbers for Syracuse. Uh, he, is the, he is the heart and soul of that offense. Uh, with Garrett Schrader uh, as well, too, with their QB changes. But Sarah, uh, Sean Tucker is just a consistent guy for that program, and, yeah, he continues to put up big numbers. Calvin Austin had a big day as well, too. I mean, 
we all know who Calvin Austin is, a great wide receiver in Memphis. Um, Seth Hennigan is doing a good job, you know, shooting the offense and getting things going and getting the ball in his hands. So nothing really we could do. We were kind of uh, limited. I mean, we, we relied on our guys. Kenneth Walker did well, like we always do, a high speed candidate. Ty Chandler is always up and down. He got us a touchdown. But that game, Florida State and UNC game, was just terrible from what we saw. Uh, Rashi did well, but it just wasn't enough. And then um, Jared made the mistake of uh, signing Brandon Bennett to our team, or Braden, Brandon Bennett to our team, and he had a terrible day. Yeah, this was not going to be – this just – it's not that our process was. I, I don't don't get me wrong. Ben, the Bennett blunder is going to be infamous on this show going forward and everything like that. But things just didn't break our way. Like if you're looking over here on the right, if you are watching on YouTube, like it can it breaks down like all the different stats and everything. Just things didn't break our way. Uh, insiders had almost 900 yards of passing versus our 600. Uh, yards of passing he had 11 touchdowns we had seven in terms of receptions which in a full ppr league is massive he had double the amount that we had he had 40 receptions we had 20 and i think that's something we gotta really consider going forward like i know xavier and i both are big guys on starting running backs in our flex because they get more touches but we have to remember that wide receivers do get an entire extra point every time they touch the ball so i think that's something we do have to remember and consider going forward uh uh receiving touchdowns he didn't out gain us on that too much he had three receiving touchdowns but again those yards really killed us 570 receiving yards to 216 and then we actually won on the run game because again we started more running backs but we had 477 ru- run- rushing yards uh justin had 232 we had one or three rushing touchdowns he had two rushing touchdowns but again it was not none of it was going to make up for everything he blew out us in the receiving and the passing this just wasn't meant to be. Um, I thought it was close pretty much all the way until the end of the night when uh, Carson Strong came on, and then it, he just blew everything out of the water. And it, it, again, this game ended up just not being very close. Uh, we're now 3-3 three and three on the season, if I remember correctly. We are still the number six team in the league. Um, we, um, so we're sitting kind of on the outside of that playoff cusp, but we can still get there. In terms of fantasy points scored throughout the entire season, we're actually fourth in the league. So that's a good sign for us going forward. Um, I'd say that. So I guess now we just move on to this week and we'll go ahead and start with um, we'll start with our quarterback discussion. So Xavier, why don't you start us off? Yeah, uh, we only have two options to put at quarterback this week, sadly. I mean, we have one other, but we'll speak on that a little bit. But we have Caleb Ellaby for Western Michigan starting against Kent State. Uh, they play Saturday at 3.30 and we have Sam Howell UNC facing Miami Saturday at 3.30. And our only other guy on the bench is JT Daniels um, that we drafted just as a, you know, a fun homer pick and also for the upside of like throwing uh, passing touchdowns. But he is uh, questionable for that game, uh, whether he will start and play the entire game. So I think for now, I'm okay with who we have at quarterback. Caleb Ellaby and Sam Howe, I think they're going to have decent days, especially Sam Howe in a bounce back game of losing. And Caleb Ellaby, if that Western Michigan offense is like clicking like they were during that Pittsburgh game, then I think Caleb Ellaby can put up uh, great numbers for us this week. Yeah, again, um, I've made fun of Ellaby on this show too many times to count. He's still on our roster. And now we got to count on him. Uh, He's averaging about 19.15 points per game in this league. Um, I'm hoping that against a much softer Kent State Mac defense that he'll finally be able to put up some really good numbers. 
um, so far. Uh, he didn't do very well against Ball State, but against Buffalo, he looked a little bit better. Uh, Pitt was, again, surprisingly, Pitt was the game that he really went off. So I'm hoping that in a real shootout with Kent, uh, it'll force him to kind of be utilized a little bit more, pass the ball a little bit more. So uh, Sam Howell, our boy, reliance as always, I think, in terms of just getting us points every single week, whether he wins or loses the week, uh, wins or loses his matchup. So I'm in agreement with you, Xavier. I might have considered JT Daniels if we knew that he was going to start this weekend, but it doesn't look like uh, anything's been confirmed, so I'm willing to ride with LLB. Yeah. So we'll move on to running backs, and uh, there's nothing to discuss here, really, um, because every other running back we have is on bye, and all the rest of them are starting. So we have Ty Chandler, Kenneth Walker, our two main guys right there, Tyler Algier, Chesmalusi. Four solid running backs there, I think, Regardless, you can kind of rely on those guys. None of them are really going up against a matchup that I'm really scared about. Probably the only one might be Ches Malusi with Army because that, that's just going to create uh, minimal scoring opportunities in that game. But even still, if Malusi gets the carries, he's going to be fine. And again, we'll, we'll discuss a little bit more what, what we might want to do with those running backs here in a second. But Xavier, you want to talk about our wide receiver situation? Yeah, uh, so... Sadly, I mean, uh, we, our first round draft pick, David Bill, is going against Iowa, and that is a tough team to face, as you all know. Uh, I want to point Penn out, State though, game. I want to point out, last two years he's faced Iowa, he's had over 100 yards. Hmm, okay, okay. I just want to point that out, and one or yep. two touchdowns. Okay, okay. I, I, I would love to believe that for this year, that he's going to put up those similar numbers, but that Iowa secondary looks legit um, mm-hmm. from what they've shown for these past two or three games. Uh, it has a little bit cause for concern, but he's a first round pick for a reason. So the talent should still be able to put up, you know, at least somewhat of a good floor for production. Uh, the big question mark I can say for our team right now is because uh, at receiver is Kyle Phillips, um, UCLA. It, it's really sad. Um, you know, he was a consistent, like he was the absolutely the number one guy and still is for that UCLA receiving core. It's just the fact of like, what UCLA's identity is right now. And it seems like they're going to have to rely on the run game, especially against Washington's uh, passing defense mm-hmm. to where they're, they're pretty decent there of themselves. But, you know, if I'll say it may bode well to where if UCLA continues with the run game, maybe that'll open up some opportunities for Kyle Phillips to, you know, maybe break away for maybe a big one. So hopefully we can get some, a few touches in there. Maybe you're not, but not too happy about this one, but it's all—it's not all we who we really have. We still have one more name on our bench, but I'll go through the rest of our guys. We have a uh, Charleston, our last guy, Charleston Rambo uh, at UNC Saturday three thirty. Um, I think Charleston Rambo with Van Dyke. It is sad that Derek King is gone for the year. Um, it looks like Van Dyke is the QB to go forward. I mean, Jake Garcia can still have a claim for you know getting some minutes and getting good playing time to compete for that QB one. But for now, I think it's Van Dyke, and I think Van Dyke. It's a decent quarterback, and it's a decent matchup as well, too. We don't, I don't know what's going on with UC, uh, UNC and their program and what Mac Brown is doing, but people are able to score on them. And it's, it's really getting kind of abysmal at this point to where I, I just, like like we said, if you watched our uh, preview for this week, um, I mean, it's not that we were completely torn about uh, who we're choosing for this uh, to win this game, but it wasn't UNC by a lot. It was very uh, – it was really close. So, I mean – yeah, I'm fine with Charleston Ramble starting because it's all we really have. And then I guess on our bench, we have uh, we got off our waiver wire, our one waiver wire pick that we were able to get. We got Jalen Naylor, Michigan State. Uh, it's having 
it's looking like to have a breakout season. Uh, a lot of people were going into this year thinking that Jaden uh, Reed was going to be that wide receiver number one. And, and he, he still was. can be. I, I would say he was for a minute there. Yeah, absolutely. And I think he still is. I think he's just getting a lot of attention. And now people are saying, holy crap, Michigan State has two really good receivers. And Naylor's and, a speed uh, threat. Yeah, Naylor is the deep speed threat. So, I mean, the secondary has to have, like, you know, more eyes and attention on him now. That especially after his performance he put up against Rutgers, where he had three touchdowns and over 200 yards receiving. So it's ridiculous. Um, I'm going to advocate for Jalen Naylor to start, and it's probably going to be over Kyle Phillips if you agree as well, too. I see really no reason to disagree there and everything. Again, Washington's passing defense is legitimate. If UCLA manages to somehow get their passing offense going in that game, I'll be legitimately shocked. Yeah. Um. I, I. I. That would just go against process here. So, uh, tight end. I grabbed Peyton Hendershot off the waiver wire, uh, or not waiver wire. He's actually a free agent. We were able to just kind of scoop him up uh, before the waivers kind of went through and everything. Uh, Michael Meyer on our IR. As soon as he is good to go, hopefully after this bye week, uh, they'll have him back out there. Uh, but until then, we're gonna ride with Peyton Hendershot, uh, tight end out of Indiana. Um. Honestly, in a game against Michigan State, I could see him getting plenty of use, so I'm gonna I say we ride with him for right now. Yeah. Um so the other thing we need to talk about here. Kevin Brown, KB, as many of you guys know him in the CFF space, uh has started shopping around his wide receivers. He has a great wide receiver core. Specifically, he has offered up Jalen Cropper and Jareth Stearns um for like for trade. And I think, given our current wide receiver situation, we have not had a super strong wide receiving core all year. Uh, we've, especially now that bye weeks are hitting us, it's hard for us to get consistent work out of our wide receivers. So I think grabbing one of those two guys would be huge for our team. And so I think we should legitimately consider, he specifically, uh, Kevin specifically said that he is looking for a running back depth for his team. And so I think we should offer him not Kenneth Walker. Kenneth Walker, I think, off the oh, table. Oh, that's untouchable. That would, yeah. like, we, we would be in trouble without Kenneth Walker. But I do think it's perfectly reasonable for us to offer, like, maybe one of or two of our, like, two to four RB two to fours up for him yeah. and see if he takes it. So, Xavier, what are your thoughts here? Yeah. Uh, you know what? I, I think going out in these trade talks i usually when i when i initiate trades i see if i can um not to say i i like you know it's all about the art of the deal like uh our former president uh has famously coined in that phrase Mm -hmm. but i I like to get a feel of like what people are asking and see uh what people are truly wanting because they can say what they want but that's not what they truly mean so i feel like at this point i mean i love tyler algier and i love chess melusi going forward so I feel like right now, if I were to just offer Ty Chandler and maybe one of those other guys, maybe not like those two guys outright, because that that could be like a, our maximum of what we're willing to give up. He's already but, let us know in the chat that he has said that be prepared to open up your checkbooks. And I don't think he's he's going to take Tyler Algier and Ty Chandler seriously. I think we have to start with Malusi and Algier. Mm. I don't know. I mean, I think our checkbook, honestly, with him, like, lacking a running back depth, I think Ty Chandler has a good shout to where, like, yeah, it's not looking so well right now with UNC, 
but we're giving him Algier, a reliable guy that gets touchdown. And we're giving you the upside of Ty Chandler to where he gets receiving work. He can break off for long. You know, it, I think that just, you know, it, it's good to just get a feeling of like, all right, is, is this what, if, if he just magically agrees to this, then it works out for us in our favor. Dude, the trouble here is that uh, he's going to listen to this podcast and know this is absolutely. what we're doing. But even yeah, I mean, but abs- at the same time, like he can take this and we'll, we'll be fine with it. That's true. Or he could not. I'm going to go ahead I, and put in the offer then. I want yeah, Jared Stearns. I think we're both in agreement that Jared Stearns is the guy we want. 34 points a game, man. That's going to be hard for I really think we should just go ahead with Malusi and Algier. I mean, if he just if he if he doesn't like our offer, then he can come back. It's not like we're gonna just in negotiations. I think that that could be our second negotiation of Malusi and uh, Tyler Algier. Uh, yeah, Tyler Algier. But starting off with Ty Chandler and uh, Algier. All right, what do we I want to say in the trade message? Two quality. That's not how you spell quality. Two quality RBs for depth. Willing to hear count oh, willing to hear counter offers. Well, well, well don't 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 add the counter off part point. Don't add the counter offer point. For a stud wide receiver. Yeah. I think we just allow him to if he doesn't like it, then he's like, nah, I can't accept this, and then we initiate a counter offer and like but we we don't want to let them know that we're you know this is our low hand. Mm-hmm. See, I wanted what what happened was I wanted to have KB come onto the show. Uh, <laughs> fortunately, he was um, he's traveling tonight, which I know okay. safe travels and everything like that. But I I asked him I was just like, hey, you want to come onto the show and we can like hash this out live on show? And he's like, dude, I would totally be down for that if I wasn't traveling tonight. I'm like, dang <laughs> it. So we're gonna put this through. See what he thinks of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're gonna see what he thinks of it. I think it's gonna take Algier Malusi at the very least, and God knows he's gonna come for Kenneth Walker. You know oh, he no. is. But nah, I'm not willing we, to part with Kenneth Walker here. We're not gonna give that up. That's, I'll be honest, I'd be willing to give up three of our running backs if it meant us getting Jareth Stearns. I'd be willing to give up Malusi, Algier, and then give him somebody like Corbin. Uh, mm, we I don't know about three. I would need an. I would need dude, a player. Dude, Stearns back as is well, a too. game changer for us if we get him, though. Uh, it would be tough. I know. I I'm I'm big on Stearns now. If he counters offers and says I don't want Stearns for those two, but if he wants to give us Cropper for those two, I'm down. I'm down for that too. I'm down. Um, I think definitely like Stearns is the prize pig here, but. If we can get Cropper in a deal like that, I'm happy with it. So, not really much else to discuss in terms of sitting and starting because so many of our guys are on buy this week. So we're going to um, we're going to have to move on. Yeah, to our matchups. So we're going to go ahead and take a look at our matchup for this week, and that is with Mr. John McKechnie, and he is. Um, on his team, he's got a quarterback, Jake Heiner and Peyton Thorne. Um, his running backs are Dwayne McBride and Chris Rodriguez. Um, his wide receivers are Jack Sorensen out of Miami of Ohio, Jalen Tolbert, and Jamison Williams. 
He also has Jelani Woods at tight end, and his two flexes are Rasheen Ali and Johannes Tyler. So Xavier, I'll, I'll start with you. Do you think we have a chance in this game? Yes, I think we do. I think we have a legit chance, and not like in past weeks. I think with the up and downs, and not even the up and down season for Dwayne McBride, he just hasn't had a good season. And then Chris Rodriguez, you're going against that UGA defense. It's not going to bode well to where I don't think we've had anybody really um, rush over 100 yards against us so far this season. I mean, he can still uh, get a touchdown so. in there. But, um, I mean, he can still get a touchdown in there as well, too, and he can, you know, get some, a little bit of receiving work. But I think our defense is just that stout to where we'll mm-hmm. be able to limit uh, Kentucky running the ball against us anyway. So I don't think that's a favorable matchup. And then the only thing I see, like Rashina Lee facing North Texas on Friday is probably the best matchup he has that I can see. Well, obviously, Jamison Williams versus Mississippi State. Mm. But in terms of skill positions, yeah, I, I like Jamison Williams for uh, John and Rashina Lee. But everywhere else, I think we have an advantage. I mean, uh, I'm letting you know right now, Jalen Tolbert, those stats are off. Uh, I'm looking at the live update from ESPN. He currently has six receptions for 112 yards and a touchdown. So oh, he's man. he's over 20 points already. Nice. So Jalen Tolbert was a good play for him already. So we're already Absolutely. a little behind there. And like I said, I'm not trusting our receiving core too much this week. Yeah, um, that is a, now that I look at the receiving core, oh, man. So it's... Jack Sorensen. Mm, oh, man, these past two weeks, Jack Sorensen has been getting a lot of receptions. Maybe not a lot of touchdowns, but... But I agree with you that his running back matchups are just not very good. Dwayne McBride uh, has been splitting so much work in recent weeks. Um, Yeah, his last two games have both been in single digits. So if he continues to play him, that's on on Mr. McKechnie. Who's on his bench? uh, Oh, no, no, no. He's not playing either of those guys. Yeah. Um, So And then Chris Rodriguez, again, going up against UJ's defense. I can't really see him having that great of a day. So I think I think Kenneth Walker and Ty Chandler will be good for there. Rasheen Ali is going to help him out a lot. Yeah. Um, Johans Tyler, I haven't really kept much up on him. Let's see how's he been. Oh, he's been doing really good recently. So um, I don't know if you can see that Xavier, but he's had nineteen point oh, yeah. five and twenty six point three points recently. So absolutely, yeah. He has another great week this week. He's going against Eastern Michigan, who has a very pitiful, pitiful defense. So we'll see what happens there. Um, Heiner is going to be another one to watch, I think. Peyton Thorne, we have Jalen Naylor, so that could cancel itself out right there. And Kenneth Walker, so oh, yeah, you're right. And Kenneth Walker, so so. I think we're from his hands a little bit. I say, I think we're good on that one. Honestly, I might be watching this Michigan State, uh, Indiana game. Seems like there's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of stuff here, uh, yeah, of interest for us there, absolutely. Um, so Xavier, I'm going to ask you. Prediction. Do we win or do we not? I think we win. I think we finally end our little, what, it's been two weeks since we had a win? I believe we are on a losing streak of two. No, we destroyed John. Uh, So we're, we're like, we're one and one over the last two weeks, but even still. Okay. So, yeah, I, I think we will win this week. I think we win as well. Again, I don't like his running back matchups. I think that's going to hurt him quite a bit there. Um, his wide receivers worry me, especially with Jalen Tolbert just going off right now. 
Um, I'll say that much. Uh, Rasheen Ali, obviously, somebody we always have to watch. But I think Peyton Thorne, we cancel him out even if he has a good day with uh, Jalen Neal. Or the only worry we have to do is if he decides to go to Reed all day. Yeah. Um, but even still, and then Jake Heiner. If we get Cropper before the game starts, that's another cancel out right there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I, th- I think we win, and I think it's probably going to be cl- I, I'm just going to always predict a close win. Yeah, I think it's going to be close as well, too. I think uh, Jamison Williams is a guy to look out for, especially. And then having the, um, the Miami of Ohio re- two top two receivers, one was going to have to break off. Mm-hmm. Um, if they both can have good games, then that's not going to bode well for us. But, yeah, it'll be interesting. I think it'll be close. All right. So there you guys have it. Those are, that was our sit-start discussion. Not a really a lot of sit-start discussion this week because, again, so many of our guys are on by. Uh, but we did kind of get some trade talk in there for you guys. Um, you can even see that Xavier and I don't exactly agree on what the value or what the strategy should be on that. So maybe you got two different perspectives of where we can come from on that trade deal. We'll probably hear back from Kevin here in a bit. He's currently in the air right now, so I imagine we'll hear back from him when he lands. Um, we kind of discussed our last week's matchup, this week's matchup. Both Xavier and I think we're going to win this week, um, being very optimistic, I think. Um, and yeah, so we'll talk to you guys next week. We'll figure out whether or not we drop above five or drop below 500 or we go above 500 on the season. Again, based on just total points so far in the season, I think that it bodes well for us to continue to have success. And I'd really, really like it if we could just get back into that top four and just yeah. make it to the playoffs in our first year in this league. So with that, Ziri, have anything else before we head out? Uh, nope, that's that's it. I'm excited for the week seven of college football. Um, you know, a lot of not not that many big games, but a lot of uh, you know, there's a few important ones that you wanna don't wanna miss. So it would definitely be an exciting weekend, like always. All right, y'all. So appreciate y'all tuning in. Remember to subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit that notification bell, all that good jazz. Let us know what you guys think about our trade offer to Kevin. Do you think we lowballed it? Do you think we were offering too much? Uh, do you think we're going about it all the, the wrong ways? Let us know down below. We want to hear from you guys. In addition to that, make sure you're following us on Twitter. I am at CFF underscore Jared. He is at CFF underscore Xavier. Hit us up there with any sit starts discussions, questions you want to ask us. We are all ears and we are all mouths. That is not a saying. I need to I need to move on. I'm getting tired. Y'all, thank you once again for listening. Make sure you're following us on all our platforms, Apple Podcasts. Make sure you leave those five-star reviews. We love listening to those. In addition, I currently have a um, questionnaire out on Twitter. You can look through my Twitter. Um, You can probably find it there. I'll be retweeting it several times throughout the upcoming days. Please take some time to fill it out, y'all. We love hearing back from you guys, and we want to hear what you guys think will make the show better, what you want us to do more of, what you want us to do less of. We want to hear from you guys, and we got some great responses already, things we will be trying to incorporate as the season goes on. So again, y'all, thank you so much for listening and y'all have a fantastic, blessed day.